Welcome to the Lodge Real Estate Home Truths Podcast. Join us as we speak the truth about home ownership, the housing market, and the place we call home, Hamilton. Come on in and make yourself comfortable. Thanks for listening in to Home Truths. I'm your host, Jeremy O'Rourke, Managing Director of Lodge Real Estate. With all the media coverage surrounding increased food prices, utility prices, and mortgage rates, you'd have to be living under a rock to know that we weren't in a cost of living crisis with many Kiwis starting to really feel the pinch in their pockets and banks starting to see increases in people getting behind on their debt. We thought we'd ask our friends at Total Mortgages for some practical tips on the advice that they would give to manage your debt and to free up your cash flow and stave off financial hardship. Jordan and Alex, welcome to our podcast and thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Jeremy. Just to cover off some housekeeping before we kick off, the information provided in this podcast is not personalised financial advice, and before making any changes to your finances, we recommend you speak to a financial advisor. I guess, Jordan, that means that if somebody calls you, they might hear some of the uh, information that they hear here today, but really, you need to get their story to give them personalised financial advice. Yeah, pretty much, Jeremy. There's not sort of one-size-fits-all. Everybody's situation is unique, so we sort of have a chat to them and see what we can do and what sort of options might be out there for them. Okay. Great. Now that we've covered off that, uh, it's time to get to our regular feature, Two Truths and a Lie. Jordan and Alex, I know you've both prepared uh, three statements there, and maybe if we can just go through each one of those statements, and uh, at the end of this podcast, we'll find out which one uh, is, in fact, fiction. Oh, we just done, done uh, three between us Even there, Jerry. So, uh, first one, um, if you're extending your loan term past your original approved term, it will require a, a reassessment. Our second statement is, when receiving a cash contribution with your loan, it comes with a clawback period. And our third statement is, if you're, um, oh, you may extend your loan term out to 35 years if you're struggling to meet your repayments. Well, definitely a couple of uh, head scratches there, so we'll look forward to uncovering which ones are indeed the truth and which one is a lie at the uh, end of the segment. Okay, Alex, let's say like a lot of people, you brought a house a couple of years ago and interest rates were 2.5% and now they're sort of 6.5% or I got a letter from the bank yesterday explaining that my interest rates were now, my floating rate was 8.5% and you're having to shell out a few hundred dollars more per week just to service your mortgage. Let's talk about maybe some of the options to manage your mortgage and stay afloat financially. One great option that you could look at is getting an offset facility. Um, So essentially that's um, a type of home loan facility that you can offset against your savings and everyday accounts and you're only paying the difference on the balance um, between that. So um, you can also link them to your uh, family savings account. Um, so if your mum or dad have some savings and not too concerned about earning interest on and they want to help you out, you can link your home loan that's an offset account against that and it will offset the interest um, for that portion. So if you have a $20,000 offset facility and your mum or dad have 10000 in their savings that you've linked to that account, you'll only be paying interest on the $10,000 which is obviously not being offset. Um, you've so also mum and dad don't receive any interest, but essentially you, you receive it on your account so that you have to pay less interest on your mortgage. Yeah, so I benefit <laughs> the most. Hmm. <laughs> Got to be happy with that. Yeah. 
Okay, Jordan, um, I read in the paper the other day that nearly half of New Zealand's uh, mortgage debt is due to be refinanced between October last year and September 2023. How can homeowners restructure their mortgage to cope with that increased cost? Yeah, so um, the first thing you could do is, is look at possibly refinancing or restructuring it out over a longer term, uh, potentially restructuring it back over 30 years and um, seeing if that can reduce your cost down. Um, some banks will look at interest-only options, um, which is not a, not a long-term sort of um, option, but you know, it might help out in the short, short term. Um, sometimes you have to go through the, um, the lenders. Um, they've each got like a 0800 number, hardship sort of um, line that you'd, you'd have to go through to apply for that. Um, but there are options there. So I want to pick up on two points there. The first one being, um, we used two different terms there. One was refinancing and the second was um, restructuring. What's the difference between the two? So restructuring would be um, staying at your existing lender and just changing the, the, the loan term of or, or the facilities that you've got in place, restructuring those over a different term. Refinancing would be going to a new lender and swapping that whole mortgage, repaying it, discharging it. Okay, mortgage. so if my if my own uh, if my own bank wasn't playing ball, then I would look at refinancing it with um, another institution. That's that's essentially what exactly that. Yeah, yeah. Right. and there's plenty of uh, deals going around. Most most lenders are offering out a one percent cash contribution if you've got a twenty percent deposit or equity in, in your existing property. Um, and the other point I picked up on, you mentioned that you could look at uh, using an interest-only mortgage. Um, so how does that affect your payments? What would what would be going on there? So interest-only, potentially most, most lenders will, will cap interest-only on, on, on an occupied property for sort of two to three years maximum. Uh, generally, f you can get five years on a, on a rental investment um, and then look to extend it after that. Um, it, will save you a little bit of money in the short term, but um, you know after your interest only term is up, um, it will shorten your interest in principal term. For example, if you had a 30 year loan term and you took two years interest only, it would then revert to 28 years interest in principal, which will you know, in turn make your repayments more than what they would have been over the 30 years to start with. Yeah, you're still mm. gonna pay the money back. Still gonna pay it back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, knowing it's free. <laughs> All right, um, another sort of last resort, uh, um, option that I've heard you talk about before is a repayments holiday. Um, how how long does a bank sort of usually let you do this, and you know what are the consequences um, down the line? Yeah, they're becoming less and less common. Uh, most of the lenders nowadays just revert you back to that hardship team, so you kind of have to ring up the you know the eight hundred number and go through that process and, and have a fairly good reason. They seem to be getting more and more difficult to, to get that repayment holiday. Um, but essentially, um, you know, that would go back on, on top of your your um, principal that you'd have to repay in the long run as well. Okay, so less 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 popular uh, yeah, than, yeah, than restructuring, refinance, or an interest only sort of uh, uh, loan. Um, if I was to undertake or, or take any of these options, would that affect my creditworthiness? Potentially, um, if you went on a mortgage holiday, um, that potentially would get logged on your your credit record. Um, so, if you're wanting to apply for um, lending or re, you know refinance their lending to a different bank, they could look back and see that, um, and that would be a mark against you. Uh, restructuring and refinancing would, would be fine, but however, the mortgage repayment would be mortgage repayment holiday would be a different story potentially. Okay. Mm. okay. 
Um, Alex, I've heard that you know banks are stress testing potential borrowers between eight and a half and nine percent. Um, that might scare some uh, would-be home buyers off. You know, what what would you say to them? I guess the kind of chat that we have to our first home buyers isn't. Um, it's more around. I mean, interest rates are high, but it's not something we anticipate to be forever. Um, it's a really great time to buy now with the property prices having dropped significantly in the last, you know. Um, particularly the last few months. Um, for a while there, first-time buyers were really shut out, so it was quite difficult for them to get in the market unless they had 20% deposit. Um, so at the moment, um, first-time buyers, uh, they aren't too concerned from what we've seen about the current interest rates. They're just stoked to get in the market and be able to you know, um, start getting on the property ladder, building some equity and um, building um, yeah, that property portfolio. Yeah, I guess the great thing about it is, is whilst those interest rates have increased, you're 100% right. The you know prices have come come back so significantly, and money has become easier to actually access, particularly for um, low equity uh, buyers. Mm. So it's now just a great time to, uh, to to try and get into the market. And they shouldn't be scared off by um, these. Uh, you know these higher interest rates because these you know by traditional standards that they, they, they are not um, particularly uh, scary for most people and, and for their parents. Yeah exactly. Okay that's interesting. Um, I guess can you tell us what is the lowest interest rate that you've got at the moment and um, you know where you see 2023 tracking and if I was a brand new lender and I was coming to you right now what would you be advised on how, I'd, how I should structure that mortgage? So the lowest rate we're seeing at the moment is that three to five year fixed rate of 5.99 from a few of those main banks. Uh, outside of that, there is a lender that's offering a first home loan combo of 5.79% for one year. Okay, so if I'm a brand new borrower and I've just bought my house and I've come to you, how would you structure my loan? Would you give me a one year rate fixed or a five year rate fixed? What are you doing for people at the moment? Oh, generally we sort of uh, tailor the advice um, depending on the individual. So just working out, you know, whether they have any, any surplus funds that they can offset, uh, might create a little revolving credit facility for them or offset account if, um, if they've got some parents that are willing to help out and hook some of that money up and, and um, you know, save them a bit of interest. Uh, generally, generally, it's a good idea to sort of split split the rest of your fixed loan in, into two or three different facilities and, and pick a couple of different fixed terms, um, just so that you know in the future um, you, your whole mortgage isn't coming up at one time for renewal. You can sort of um, you know make that that time when it does come up a, a lot easier for people. Mm, and spread the risk across a few facilities. All right. So what I'm hearing is it is going to be very different for individual borrowers, and we're really going to, you're really going to need to know their story as to what's actually going to be suitable for for them. So best advice you could give is get in touch with uh, Total Mortgages, and you'll be able to give them personalised service. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. certainly. Yep. All right. Outside of a mortgage, what else uh, can our listeners do to reduce their outgoings? Uh, probably first thing you want to look at is, is any um, outside debt or you know short-term debts that they might have. See if they can consolidate those over a longer term at a lower rate. Um, whether that means increasing their mortgage um, potentially and, and having a separate facility on their mortgage um, and then tackling that debt. Um, Alex touched on it earlier with the offset accounts from the family members. It, it, it's a good one that a lot of people aren't too familiar with. Um, the odd subscriptions, yeah. um, so you know, going through your bank statements and, and looking at your Spotify's, your Netflixes, you know, your Amazons, all the stuff that um, you know you're not actually using, or you've got to double up and you know, sort of, sort of 
getting rid of those. Um, and gym memberships is a, is a big one too. Some people yeah. have two or three gym, gym memberships and, and don't often use them all. So just taking a look at those um, Discretionary expenditure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. So just putting your own sort of spending under the uh, microscope helps. Uh, yeah. It seems. And yeah, it's particularly over the last few years, you know, we've gotten so used to a certain standard of living. We're dining out often. Um, you know, we're not too, we haven't been too conscious as... Um, interest as, rates have been low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. as interest rates have risen, yeah. some of those more discretionary uh, areas might be things we have to actually yeah. uh, examine. Exactly. Well, what about, let's take a look at the uh, take-home pay side of things. It can be tempting when uh, we're looking at these increased costs um, at missing our uh, Kiwi pay, uh, KiwiSaver payments, particularly when um, you know retirement can see so, can be some distance away. What would you what would you say to those people, or what advice would you give to those people that are looking at uh, reducing their or stopping their KiwiSaver spending or investment? Yeah, it's definitely an option for people. Um, you know, putting that three three percent of their pay away can go sort of a long way. But um, we always advise them just to talk to a, a specialist KiwiSaver advisor, just about the implications around it. Obviously, you know your KiwiSaver's uh, set up for retirement there, so you don't want to get to sixty five and, and have uh, no money. So <laughs> you, know, you want to make sure you're doing the hard yards as um, early as you can. Yeah, yeah, probably firstly cutting back on all of those discretionary expenses like we were chatting about before, and then you know using the KiwiSaver. Um, holiday as a last resort. Yeah, um, yeah it does sound like a, 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 a certainly a last resort. Before we wrap up, uh, if you had one piece of advice, one silver bullet that you could uh, give uh, homeowners when managing their mortgage, what would that be? Um, yeah, I just get the right advice. You know, talk to the right people. Um, you know, don't follow what everyone else is doing. Uh, make sure you know you're, you're having good good chats with people, you know, your insurance advisors, your KiwiSaver advisors, your mortgage advisors, just making sure you've got everything, you know, um, set up as, as correctly as you, you can for your situation. Yeah, no, just as I sat here listening to the two of you today, um, the silver bullet that I could get uh, give any homeowner looking at their own uh, their mortgages would be to get in touch with the team from Total Mortgages and they'll be able to sort them out and give them uh, the correct <laughs> advice. Certainly hope so. All right. Righto, team. Uh, back to our regular feature uh, we shared earlier. Two truths and a lie. Alex and Jordan, if I can ask you please to read the three statements again and tell us which ones are indeed truths and which one was the porky pie. <laughs> sure, I'll kick it off. Uh, so firstly, if you are extending your loan term past your original approved term, it will require a reassessment. So that's true. You do need to get um, reapproved for that extension. Cool. Uh, when receiving a cash contribution with your loan, it will come with a clawback period. That is true. So a lot of people um, forget about that or, you know, aren't, aren't really too sure about it. But when, when you're getting that um, big hefty cash contribution for taking out your mortgage, uh, they sign you up for a certain period. So it's generally three to four years from each lender. Um, so you just want to be careful about refinancing um, during that period because you generally have to pay that back. Okay, so those are two truths. Uh, Alex, lead off. What is the lie? Yeah, so the lie, you can extend your loan term out to 35 years if you're struggling to meet your repayments. No, you can't extend it out to 35 years if you're with a main bank. The maximum would be 30, which maximum, still has to be approved. maximum loan is 30 years. You can't get it beyond that. Right. We'll wrap it up there today. Thanks, Jordan and Alex, for your uh, wisdom. And to our listeners, uh, keep your eyes and ears out for our next episode. Thank you.
Thanks for joining us on the Lodge Real Estate Home Truths podcast. Learn more about today's topic and our panel guests by visiting our website, lodge.co.nz.